Welcome to the Unlocked Crypto Podcast. This podcast is not financial advice. It's meant for entertainment purposes only. These are just the opinions of a couple of Brambling Wrecks. Alrighty, Hal, welcome back to another episode of Unblocking Crypto. Today should be an interesting day. I think we're going to get you started in NFTs for the first time ever. So, oh, yes, yeah, should be interesting. I, everybody that's been a beginner before, I know you've been in crypto for four years. Now you're going to go back to being a pure beginner in a lot of this. Yeah. So yeah, I'm good at I'm good at some things, uh, but yeah, doing things for the first time, I'm usually not very good at them. Well, this should be a fun conversation then. Uh-huh. So before we get into that, let's talk about some of the positive news going on with crypto because it's been um, an exciting last 24 hours. So I'll let you get started with some some things, and I might add a few things to it. Yeah. So uh, biggest thing for me, uh, and maybe globally, is uh, Russia attacking the Ukraine. And then the subsequent sanctions that uh, the Western democracies levied on Russia, which like crashed the ruble. They suspended trading uh, on the Russian stock market on Monday, the whole day, like before it even opened, they stopped it. Uh, So they're in like real economic hardship um, in Russia. And I mean, Ukrainians too. Uh, So the Ukraine um, is a kind of a big Bitcoin country, like they hold more Bitcoin than most uh, maybe any other country that is like is known. And so kind of Bitcoin's playing a bit, a bit of a role there. One, um, the big, when, when Russia first attacked, uh, and it started to invade, uh, it was like 9 PM Eastern. So most of the global markets are closed and Bitcoin drops. And then, uh, when Russia or the next day, the Fed kind of says, eh, you know, maybe we're not going to raise rates. And so Bitcoin bounces back, stocks bounce back, everything bounces back. So um, so kind of Bitcoin was acting like everything else. And then uh, Monday rolls around and the sanctions are in place. Um, Russia has a bit of a run on banks. And then uh, Bitcoin, the Bitcoin price starts to starts to uh, move up and move up and move up and uh, I think it started in the 38k range, ended up at, you know touching 42s. So that's kind of, that's a pretty big jump, you know. And I think there at certain points from peak to trough in a 24-hour period, it was like a a 15% jump, which is a huge move. Uh, it's like the biggest move we've had in a year, and a lot of it's due to the Russian people trying to get out of rubles as they just fall apart relative to the dollar. Uh, so they're just trying to salvage anything they can for of their their wealth that's denominated in rubles. You've got Ukrainians uh, escaping Ukraine, uh, so they're they're not trying to take um, the U- Ukrainian currency with them in their pockets. So they're just uh, converting into crypto and Bitcoin uh, and getting out of the, getting out of the country. So there's like. The interesting piece to me with this is Bitcoin was Bitcoin kind of held steady and then went up. Stocks went down. Uh, like everything goes, everything's going down or or barely holding steady, and Bitcoin is taking a uh, is taking a big move up. So that kind of decoupling of Bitcoin to stocks and is uh, something I like to see because I view Bitcoin as very different. Uh, than stocks or other things or like gold. Gold barely moved up, right? Less than a percent. Bitcoin's up 15. Um, you, nobody's carrying gold across the border, right? So, but you can memorize a seed phrase. 
you can put a little USB uh, device in your pocket, um, you know, and carry your, your cell phone with you. There's a lot of ways, you know, that you can get your wealth out of country or you can just store it and hold it. And while your currency collapses, you've you've offboarded off of that train that's 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 barreling towards uh, a train wreck. You OK, well, I'm gonna jump off of this train. I'm going to jump onto this Bitcoin train. You know, it's it's it hasn't uh, ran off the tracks yet. So, you know, that's a pretty, pretty good move. Um, and for m normal people going into gold is kind of a weird thing, you know, go, but literally all you got to do is have a, a, a cell phone and you can get convert your rubles into Bitcoin. So I think that was a, a strong move for Bitcoin yesterday to show that it's different. Uh, it's, it's better in a lot of situations. And so like just so far this year, you had Canadian truckers be able to use it. You've had Russians be able to use it. Ukrainians be able to use it. I saw that the Ukrainian government was going to, was offering Russian soldiers 50,000 us dollars equivalent in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, uh, in order to just defect, just like, Hey, instead of us spending millions of dollars on bombs, let's just spend millions of dollars in Bitcoin and <laughs> cryptocurrency. And we'll just try to buy our way out of this. Uh, cause there seems to be a morale problem on the Russian side. So I'm like, Hey man, this is great news because I'm super concerned that um, like Russia, China is going to start transacting in Bitcoin, and then the U.S. is going to use that as a way to be negative and say, uh, you know, Bitcoin's Bitcoin's the bad guys uh, in this whole thing. They're they're escaping the U.S. dollar and they're escaping sanctions, and um, they're still building wealth while they're attacking Ukraine and selling everything, selling their energy, you know, selling hydrocarbons in in cryptocurrency, and so cryptocurrency is now bad, and so you get like a a bad PR move for crypto through the U S government, which would be a bad, a bad deal, but people are donating Bitcoin to the Ukrainian, uh, government. They, they put out Bitcoin, Ethereum and U S or tether, uh, addresses that people can donate to, to help the, help the cause of democracy because, because the Western democracies can't jump in the fight or it might trigger a nuclear war. So like, or it might trigger Russia uh, cutting off energy supplies to Europe in, in the winter, which would be like a, like a devastating uh, humanitarian issue. So uh, it's kind of neat that crypto can kind of like play these games that would not be, would not be played five, 10 years ago uh, to kind of influence global geopolitics. Like that's wild to think about considering where we started, where it was like, Oh, it's a Ponzi. Oh, it's just a, you know, there's, there's no use for it. It's not valuable. There's nothing you could do. It's like, uh, you know, when everything's going fine and the U S dollars fine and everybody's happy and that nobody's invading other countries and, and nobody's protesting and getting their uh, checking accounts frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Bitcoin, you know, it's kind of nice to have, but it's not necessary. But like if you're Russian or Ukrainian, like yeah, you're real glad you got it. Yeah. I think I've always said that being in the U.S., it's hard to realize some of the, the potential and power of Bitcoin because we're not we're not going to run into these issues like a lot of these other countries are. And, and a few things to add on um, some of the Russia stuff. It's kind of interesting. You, you talk about China and Russia uh, um, trading Bitcoin back and forth. I don't really see that happening since China has kind of outlawed, outlawed Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And then Russia is now focusing on buying more gold. Um, so I I don't think we're going to see the negative blowback on crypto. I want to say there's been more than $15 million donated to the Ukraine already in crypto. So in, in the past, what, few days, however long this has been going on. So um, really exciting. And then um, 
the crazy part about, uh, I guess, the Russian ruble to Bitcoin, that pair, I think, saw a the highest volume in over nine months. And at one point it was paying or, or people were paying more than $8,000 over the spot price for Bitcoin compared to the global average. So that's like a 20% premium, which is a lot. I mean, I, I know you and I have probably paid well over 20% premium to what it is right now. And we were happy about it <laughs> when we yeah. did it. Um, but there's a lot of people that are just trying to get out of whatever fiat currency they're in into something that should be a lot more stable over time. Um, so I, that's exciting for Bitcoin. I mean, I know it, it kind of sucks for what's going on in the rest of the world, but it is nice to see that Bitcoin is is helping shape some of the world policies. Uh, the other two things that I had on, on my end that were kind of interesting, one was eBay. So eBay is now saying they're going to start accepting cryptocurrency. And you could argue that eBay, I feel like, is somewhat on their way out. They aren't the, the big company anymore, but um, they have to do something to be, remain competitive. And that's kind of interesting that they're doing that. And then, yeah. So I, I so I, um, I come across things. I've sold some stuff on eBay. I don't. It's not like a huge thing, but like when I want to move stuff, I'll move it on eBay. And it's 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 pretty active marketplace. Like I don't think a lot of people because Amazon kind of yeah, you can buy new stuff and it's great. But like you know. If you want to get a sixty percent discount on something, eBay is a pretty good spot to buy things. But I like that eBay because eBay is going like in my mind. eBay has a uh, uh, people that are trying to find deals. Tribute, you know, like not your richest friend isn't buying things on eBay, right? Yep. Like so, it's great for me to see that eBay's adopting crypto and Bitcoin because that tells me they have a customer base that has a desire to use Bitcoin and crypto. So that means it's not just uh, hedge fund managers and investors and stuff like that, but it's people that are like, you know what, I got a couple extra bucks. I'm going to put it in Bitcoin. And then like, oh, I can get it. Oh, my Bitcoin's a way up and I can get this. I can buy this used little league bat uh, instead of spending $150 for my nine-year-old. I can spend 40, but I just put Bitcoin in and then, so I'm getting an extra discount. You know, I put $25 worth of Bitcoin in, it's gone up. So, you know, those are the, that's like the, the use case for Bitcoin. Like it's not just you're buying it and you hope it, the price goes up. It's like actually using it as currency. And I think that that adoption piece is a big deal because the more people that have Bitcoin, the more people that want Bitcoin, the more merchants are going to use Bitcoin and it's going to just create that whole ecosystem where everybody's uh, transferring value via the blockchain. And I think it's freaking cool. And it'll make a lot more sense if what we talked about last week where they um, don't force taxes on um, charges under a couple hundred dollars. Yep. Then it'll, then it'll take off, right? I mean, right now it's still kind of a question mark on what they're going to do there. It's kind of a pain in the ass. But the more these little transactions happen by people that have no, that maybe don't file taxes, you know, like, or that if they do, it's like the 1040 easy, like turbo tax, five minutes, yeah. the taxes are done. I got a W2, that's it. The more people that do that, they don't even consider this to be something they need to pay taxes on. The more people, like IRS isn't going after those folks, right? So the IRS is going to be like, all right, look, this is impossible for us to maintain uh, order under a certain amount of dollar value. So that'll kind of push that legislation because, I mean, legislation doesn't pass until like way after it's needed. And so the more it's needed, the better chance it gets passed. And then at that point, people can start spending Bitcoin and not have to sweat it. Like people that are in it, me, guys like me, I'm like, I hate 
transacting anything because I'm like, okay, well, I got to open up the spreadsheet. I got to put it in there. And it's like, ah, it's just 200 bucks. Like, fine. Da, 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 da. But now if it's like anything under 200 bucks or 400 bucks or 600 bucks, it makes it kind of nice. It makes it a lot easier to use. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And like when Bitcoin's up, maybe I spend Bitcoin and then I wait till it comes down and I buy US dollars or I spend US dollars to buy more Bitcoin to keep my balance where it is. I mean, there's, there's a lot of games you could play if, if it's easier to play them. Uh, but most people don't care. Most people don't, most people don't have a fear of being audited like I do. Like, you know, so it's, I, I think, I think that's, I think eBay is actually a good sign. Like Amazon would be a great sign because it's, it covers, you know, top to bottom uh, socioeconomically, but eBay is kind of a good, a good sign for me. Cause it shows me like, yeah, man, the people using eBay are looking for crypto and they're, you know, it's like Joe Sixpack using crypto. It's like, that's not where we were four years ago. Not at all. So the other thing too that I had that is really interesting is South Korea is now uh, signing a bill. They're going to spend $187 million on creating a metaverse ecosystem for their country. So that is wild to me that you have a U.S. government spending almost $200 million on the metaverse side of things. So uh, exciting to see. I mean, a lot of it is still kind of to be determined on what it's going to look like but they think it's going to create like a million and a half jobs and do all this great stuff for the economy. So we'll see what happens. And um, it's exciting to see where this goes in the near future and who follows it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That'll be neat. Cool. All right. So got through the, the positive stuff. Now let's go to the even more fun thing and we're going to jump into NFTs. So for those of you that aren't aware, an NFT is a non fungible token. Um, Today, we are going to take a random NFT that uh, I ended up minting, and I'm going to transfer it to Hal and get him all set up in the Discord and see what it's like. So now, I guess I should start off saying I have no idea if this NFT is going to be worth anything in the future. Um, so it's just more of a, I got whitelisted for it and minted it out for a little bit cheaper than what it theoretically was selling for. And uh, we're going to play around and get Hal into NFTs. Yeah, this, so, is, this is going to be entertaining. <laughs> so the first thing, um, how I know we I sent you an invite um, to the Discord link previously. Yes. Um, one of the things that I need you to do real quick is to send me your Ethereum address through um, Discord, and then I'm going to send this NFT to you. Got it. Um, make sure it's your same... Ethereum address that you're going to use if it's going to be the one on your wallet on your on your computer. So do you, do you have the Chrome extension? Yeah, I have I have the Chrome extension set up. So, so what? So when you what? click on that Chrome extension, which is just like a little fox, mm -hmm. right? Um, you should have um, a little box pop up, and if you click on what it says your address is, it should say address copied to clipboard. Yep. So if you go to that, that's going to be the address that your public address that you give out. And then you can um, just send that to me through the Discord. So I am, I have Discord on my phone and I don't know that I'm going to go through my computer for this. So I'm just going to, okay. I emailed myself that, uh, MetaMask wallet address. 
because I'm old. I feel like that's not what you are supposed to do. All right, so I've got it. So I'm going to send you a message. Is that right? Yep. So here's me being old. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. All right. Boom. And paste it. So one thing that I will say with all of this is the Ethernet address is a kind of complicated thing, right? And it's not an easy thing to, to send to people or it's just, it looks weird to send it. One of the other things that you can do is called a uh, ENS, which I think is an Ethernet main server or something like that. But all you're doing is you're pretty much buying a almost what looks like a web address and attaching your Ethereum address to that. So is that I, the dot ETH stuff? Is that, that like is. when, oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and do that because I, like it, it's pretty miserable. I, the, the part of crypto Bitcoin included that sucks is like, if you don't have a QR code or if, if somebody sends me a QR code on my phone, I can't scan that QR code with my phone because it's on my phone. And so it's like, it's kind of a pain to get those addresses linked up to get stuff done. So if they have it where I can be like, uh, you know, Hal Davis one dot ETH and that's my freaking ethernet address. That's good. That would be a great, okay. So I've seen the dot ETH stuff. So that makes sense. Yep. So the only caveat to all that is dot ETH is a, um, you're going to pay like a monthly or, or like more like a yearly fee and you can reserve it for so many years and then it disappears. You're seeing some other ones that are like dot crypto or dot NFT and a few other things. Those are a one-time fee. So the difference is they aren't accepted like the dot ETH ones are yet. So it will be a reoccurring fee for the dot ETH right now. Some of the other ones, you, you won't have that. They did have an airdrop on all the ENS domains, which is the dot ETH. So a lot of people got X number of whatever their tokens were. They haven't had that on some of the other ones that are like the dot crypto. So you're seeing a lot of people buy the dot crypto and hope to get an airdrop too. Got it. Um, all right. So I am just double checking this address when I copied and pasted over uh, just to make sure there is nothing wrong when I transfer it over. Um, and then all I'm using is I'm transferring it in OpenSea because that's where it shows up. And I've found that's actually cheaper to transfer it through the OpenSea platform than it is directly on MetaMask to you, which is kind of crazy to me. So It sounds crazy. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me why that's the case, but I guess MetaMask needs to make their fees. Um, I don't know if I have too many things running on my computer, but it is really slow. All right, so here we go. It is going to cost about $20 to send. That seems cheap considering what I was looking at. $26, sorry. Goodness. $26. That was wrong. All right. So I just confirmed through MetaMask. Now it's going to take a handful of blocks on Ethereum, so probably about 10 to 15 seconds. 
for it to so, confirm on the blockchain. So now might be a good time to talk about what I'm getting. Like <laughs> what what is this NFT? So um this NFT is a I think group of like four or five guys that they are focused on education in the crypto space. So they are trying to help people learn more about it. And one of the things that they've done is what they call their money tree concept, which it takes some of the funds from their sales and puts it into a separate fund that they use, I think, DeFi strategies mainly to kind of grow it. And then they give away a portion of their profits to the holders of the NFT. Um, so this literally just minted a couple of days ago. They still haven't even um, shown what the NFT is really going to look like. So when you see it, you're going to see like uh, Tesla, Da Vinci, Lovelace, just kind of going back and forth. And at some point, they're going to reveal it and it'll show you what your true NFT is and and what the difference is between all of them. So. Right now, you're just getting literally a token that is, I think, number 434 is your NFT. And they've had about a thousand of them or so that have been minted out so far, um, which I think is a lot less than the 7,000 plus that they wanted to mint out. Mm -hmm. um, so if they do try to mint out all 7,000, what I have seen with companies like this is they will cut the mint price in half and send you another nft so if all of a sudden you look in your um wallet and you have two of these nfts it's probably because they said all right we're going to cut the price down and give everybody double what they originally had and now people can go in and buy it for half the price got it um so it did confirm on my end that it went through can you see it in your wallet let's see and you and you might need to go to OpenSea. To check uh so there's a let's see in the chrome extension you can't check nfts in your uh, wallet in my phone on your I... phone you can see nfts all right so i need to go to OpenSea. yeah OpenSea.io. and then you'll connect your metamask account and click on profile and it should show you everything in your wallet for nfts which I think it should just be this one, right? Unless there's something you're not telling me. No, this will be this will be uh, NFT <laughs> serial number one for me. <laughs> All right, this is. This is easier than the previous weird things I've done. Like. The mic. So OpenSea in Chrome, talk to the MetaMask extension and straight up just took care of it. That was pretty easy. That was probably yeah. one of the easiest things I've done in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> it, it like, okay, so now, okay. So I've got Inventors NFT number 434. Yep. And it's got like a, uh, whatever the Leonardo da Vinci, uh, it should be the, like, the, the man uh i can't remember what it is yeah called but yeah and then the name is changing 
Yes, Nikola Tesla, Leonardo da Vinci, and Ada yeah. Lovelace. Perfect. So now you have that in your wallet. Now we're cool. going to go into Discord, and we're going to verify with the account, the NFT Inventors NFT Discord group, that you are now a holder, so that you will be included in some of their money tree mechanics. So if you go to your Discord, mm -hmm. I sent you an invite to that Inventors NFT. Yes. So you're going to click on that, and then it's probably going to make you verify that you're a real person. Um, da -da -da -da. Unless you already did this. I have not. Uh, check out pound check mark server rules to get verified. So I got to go to server yep. rules. Yeah. So below it, typically, um, and, I, and I'm not sure what you're seeing, but usually a lot of like if they say a check mark right below it, there's usually a bunch of emojis. And you have to hit that emoji that it says to hit to get you verified in the group. Okay. So all I had to do is click that uh, check mark below yep. to verify yourself and enter the full server. Yeah. So now after you do that, you should be able to click next to it and see the um, entire server. Yes. There's a lot more options now. Yeah. And like so, a, like a um, yes. Yeah. So, first off, we're going to go in and we're going to verify your NFT. So, there, um, when you go see the start here, there should be an NFT verification one. NFT verification. Got it. So, you're going to click on that. And then um, you're going to type, you see a lot of other people doing this exclamation point join. Yes. So if you do that, you should get, type that in there and just the message. And most likely you're going to get a message from collab.land. Got it. Click to see message. Got it. Connect your account to connect your wallet yep. and account. Click here. Click. So collab.land is a service that a lot of these NFT places use that pretty much connects to your wallet but doesn't do any transactions so with with everything you have to sign that you're allowing it to look at your wallet and a lot of times it'll say i'm not doing a transaction i'm just verifying what's in there um so you'll have to kind of go through that you usually have like five minutes to do this before it kind of times out okay so i'm touching the metamask Connect to a wallet, MetaMask, and touch it, and then it highlights like Ledger with MetaMask, Vinly, Bitsky, and Tezos, but I don't have a button that says go. How do you... Hold, your phone, up. Hold your phone up when we see it. What? All right, click here. Yep. So just click on the top one, MetaMask. And then is there a way to scan to the bottom at all? I can scroll to the oh. bottom, but then it just goes oh. to Tezos. So I think the issue with this one is going to be you have to do it through the MetaMask app on your phone. So I need to figure out how to get my MetaMask wallet from my Chrome extension to my phone, or I need to get on Discord. On my, can you get Discord on your laptop, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, so you can do it, uh, just go to discord.com right. and right. you can log in. So I only log in through like the internet. All right. Well, all right. Uh, 
have not downloaded the Discord app onto my computer. No, that's fine. I'm just logging in. Oh, I got to prove I'm not a robot. Could be a lot of downtime in this podcast. <laughs> Walking through all this, we had to cut some of it out. Yeah, that's fine. Especially since I can't remember my password. I'll give a plug for some of the password managers for all this stuff too. Make the passwords complicated and, and separate from every other thing you do to make it difficult to be hacked into. This is bad enough. Forgot my password. Instructions sent. This is the part we'll cut out. <laughs> Change your password. All right. This is dumb that we're cutting this part out, but so I uh, put in my email address to send me a new password. And so it shot me an email. I reset my password and now I'm logged in as Heather corn because she obviously signed up with my email address when she signed up for discord. So she's locked out now and I don't know if she can ever get back in. And now I have to figure out how to log out of hers because I must have used a different email address. All right. And I'm back. Okay. So let's start from scratch again. So I need to go to the inventors. Then I need to scroll down. Figure out how to scroll down. Did you verify again? Are you, are you uh, server rules, verify. Then I need to go to messages. The NFT verification under the start here.
getting old, Jason. <laughs> I feel like Grandpa, like trying to figure out my new iPhone. Please sign a message to authenticate. Wallet is connected. Please check assigned roles in Adventures NFT by Tech Tree. This process may take up two minutes. All right. So once you get done with that, um, and the way you can check that um, is when you go back to the main Discord of Inventors NFT. Uh -huh. On the far right side is a list of all the users. Yep. So you should be able to scroll down um let's see you will be um there's a lot of groups in here hopefully you will show up in the verified inventor group so if you go down and you find your name, which was the GTE thing, it's mm -hmm. kind of searching for it right now. Let's see if it shows you as a verified inventor. Man, this is wild. Not yet. The other thing that you could do, so like when you were, when you type something, which you did earlier to join, I'm uh -huh. clicking on that. It does say inventors NFT is your role. I don't think it's verified you yet, though. Did you get a, a message? You got a message saying to verify it, and then, then that's all. It said it'll take a couple of minutes. Yeah, it said uh, just said it may take up to two minutes to to verify. Okay. So the other thing that I always do too, and, and we can do this while we're waiting, and you can go back and change it if you need to. When you go to your Discord, I always disable direct messages in each Discord because what you'll see is a lot of people try to send you messages and say, "Hey, you want." free early mint, please click on this link. And that's pretty much a scam, right? Yep. So if you go to the top and click on the arrow that comes down, there is a um, settings called privacy settings. And you click on that and it says direct messages, allow direct messages from server members. Make sure you click on that and it looks like there's an X on there and it's not green. All right. Say all of that again. Say the what I need to do again. So you go to the privacy settings. 
So the very top, there's the, the, the group name, Inventors NFT. And you click on the little arrow there. You see that? Yes. Yep. And then it comes down and you should have an option for privacy settings. Got it. Allow direct messages, uncheck it, done. Yep. And then the other thing that I do is I go to notification settings, which is under that same arrow and just above the privacy settings. Yep. And I move it instead of all messages to only at mentions. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. Okay. So sometimes it does all messages and then your phone will just start blowing up. Yeah, I'm not I'm not big on that. I found Discord to be almost unusable like for for some other stuff that I've tried with it. It's like I'm not on my phone staring at this stuff all the time and like I don't really want to scroll up to figure out what's going on. So it's like if you miss a little bit you're like I don't care anymore. That's I've I've gotten I I don't I'm not a fan of how Discord works. Yeah. Um me neither. Although I know there's a way that you can like take some of these channels and put it into your own channel so that you're only getting, you only have to ch check one place. So for me, uh, I'm in a handful of different projects, right? I need to figure out how to do this, but I just don't know how, I haven't taken the time to do it yet. I, I don't spend a lot of time on Discord. Now, the other catch to this one. So one of the things that this, this NFT does is they provide alpha into both new and upcoming NFT projects, and then also to just cryptocurrency in general. What they've done though, is they've tried to um, determine your access to this based on the level you are within Discord. So the way you enhance your levels is by contributing, making comments, liking others' comments and things like that. So. Most likely you are at level zero or level one. At probably level zero, I think, is where it starts. Um, don't even know how to check that. Yeah, I I don't even see it on yours when I when I click on it. Um, actually, it, I don't see it at anybody's. So I don't know. Oh, hold on. Um. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. But I think you can go check your level. Let's see. It doesn't matter. There's, there's a bot zone that says level up. Um... And oh, oh, check rank. There it is, right below it. Check rank. So if you go to check rank, you can do exclamation point rank. Um, and I'm not even ranked because I haven't sent any messages. So I'm guessing you're probably the same boat. Yeah. But theoretically, if you want to have access to a lot of this in the future, you will have to be engaged in some of this. Now, that being said, just by owning it, you'll still get a lot of access to a lot of other things as well, including, I think they're doing a yield farming overview tonight at like 9 p.m. And then they plan on doing more airdrops of other utility and things like that in the near future once they sell out, two months after they sell out. Yeah. 
So let's check. How will I know that I am a verified inventor and I'm registered? So you should be able to check on your um, uh, profile and it should say verified inventor. So if you go, I mean, and I think one of the easiest things to do is find a chat somewhere or go to the get rank. Where do you, where do you, where do you go to get rank? Okay. Um, so on the left side, you keep scrolling all the way down and there's a bot zone that says gas checker, level up, check rank, check invites. Mm, hang on one second. Let me. I, I got something going on where I can't see all of the servers. I can only see like welcome server rules. Holder announcement, holder chat, holder VC, and support ticket. So did you verify then in this one? Did you go to welcome and hit the... Uh... You're saying you don't see anything underneath that? No, I, I don't have all... Like on my phone, I've got a lot more Discord options. Did you go to server rules then and click the check mark on your computer? Yeah, that's how I got into. Uh... So, so when you're looking at all those, if you keep scrolling down, there's an inventor section and then AMA and then information and then big brain and then communities that change then laboratory, global chat, then bot zone and bot zone is what you're looking for. Okay. Um, I want it now. So then if you click on check rank and go to exclamation point rank. Man, I am old. Like this is taking a long time for me to get this. Where, do, where is the bot? Um, is it like I'm not, I don't see it on mine. So, when you scroll down from the server rules, do you see an inventor section that says main chat, public mint, all yep. that? Yep. Okay, so keep scrolling down. Then there's an AMA section. Then there's an information section. Yep. There's a, then there's a big brain section. Yep. Then there's a laboratory section. Yep. Then there's a global chat. Yep. Then there's bot zone. Bot zone. Okay. And then there's a check rank underneath that bot zone. Check rank. And then I do what now? Exclamation rank. Yep. You are level zero. You're level ahead of me. zero. And you are a verified inventor. So when you click on your um, GTE thing right there, yeah, it pops up and it says roles, inventors, NFT, and verified inventor. So you're okay. good to go. Okay, so I don't see that on mine. 
um, we'll click on the GTE 490B. We're right above where it says exclamation point rank. Oh, got it. Inventors and NFT, verified inventor. Okay, so all yep. of that went through. Yep. So um, I guess one other kind of random thing that you can do is um, let me see if I'm going to do this right. If okay, so like if you clicked on your GTE place where you just checked, yep, and um, that pops up with your picture and your name and your roles. If you hit that little arrow that says or arrow the pen that says edit profile, yep, you can um, edit the server profile for just this server. So if you're in a lot of servers, you'll see people put like their name and then um maybe the group like you in a lot of these you'll see people have inventor and things like that slash tt right um you can easily do that by just going in here clicking the pen hitting edit server profile and then changing your nickname to whatever you want it to be um just for this inventors and yep. yeah server. so it'll only show up in this server okay so i i just change my mind to add inventor to the end of it not that it really matters but um yeah something to think about got it and now you get there you go you are now an nft holder in this pro project okay so talk to me so I meet you and I just kind of worked out a deal to so that I could pay you for this NFT. Mm -hmm. What so if I just go to OpenSea.io, I can just go shopping for uh, NFTs. Yeah. So if you go back up to near the top where it says start here, there's an official links. And I, I think for the most part, anytime you're going to deal with any NFT, go into their Discord and make sure you only use the official links. So what you'll find in there is the mint site, the website, the OpenSea link. So like if you wanted to go mint it on your own, which is now a public mint, you could go to that mint site and click on that. And that would take you to where it's being minted. If you look at the OpenSea link, I always click on that OpenSea link to make sure I go to the proper OpenSea link. Um, you can also double check this by when you go to OpenSea, checking the uh, contract. Um, on all of this. So like, for example, when you go to OpenSea, you could click on whatever one of the first items is. And when that pulls it up on the left side, it'll have some properties information. And part of that will include the actual Ethereum contract that it's based on. So the, the bigger thing that you have to worry about is people will create these fake um, projects that make it look exactly like this they're they just have nothing attached to it at all gotcha right so they're they're kind of scamming you so um when you see this one it's saying it's created by cb4 sorry c4b4e2 um sorry that's not what i wanted it you're going down to the details and you see the contract address and it has the first six letters and the last four. So you can get that whole thing if you want. But 
you can also kind of check it that way. 27C3 is what it is. And if you look at the contract address under the official links, you see that 27C3, and then you also see that the first six are the same too. Does that make sense? No, that's fine though. <laughs> um, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know that NFTs are for me. Like, I don't know, man. This is a pretty, this feels super, uh, like uh, like a sandbox, you know. Like uh, remember, like Crypto Kitties when when this thing when we got into it, like it was like a fun kind of goofy thing. You could trade them, and they did all that stuff. Like I never did it, but I was aware of it. It was fun. Uh, this has that feel to me. Like this is, and I don't believe they're worth anything anymore. But like that's not to say none of these will be, but it's like this 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 feels like something that I could spend a lot of time in and lose, and like just not get any value out of it, and. I could spend that time learning about Bitcoin or yep. real estate or things, other things. So I, I, now this, that is not to say that it's not for everyone. Some people might like this. This is like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on here, man. Yep. So I, I mean, I will say that I think more than 90% of all these NFT projects will go to zero. Right. So um, this is definitely a very risky thing to jump into right now. There are a lot of really interesting use cases for the future. And I feel like most of what this is doing is, is exactly what you're talking about being a sandbox to test things out and to make sure they work properly. Um, the cool thing about a lot of this stuff that you're seeing with NFTs in general is once you own an NFT, the project can airdrop other NFTs to you. Right? And so you're getting added value for nothing. And, and whether those have utility or not are still kind of to be determined, right? right. On what they provide you. But there are a lot of people that have made and done very well NFTs um, by catching the rides up. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that sounds familiar too. And I, like, I took like thirty rides, and one of them worked out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, one of them worked out. Okay, I paid for the rest, so it's not the end of the world. But that's like, man, that's uh, it's 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 it's. it's the NFT world seems like the wild west of crypto altcoins in 2017. So I would agree. I mean, if you look at the number of users for NFTs compared to crypto users, it's still a tiny percentage. Yeah. Right. Um, no. I, uh, well, it also feels like, man, this is just too much. Like, just like it did four years ago. It's like, how, like, how the heck am I supposed to pick anything? And then people just don't do it. it but the people that do do it are the people that are really into this stuff. And people that are really into this stuff have a ton of crypto because they got in when things were super cheap. Well, and most of these are pretty cheap to get into, right? I mean, they even have some that are free mints to get into. And, and really all this is doing is creating these little communities. So it's that whole concept of the world is flat. You're putting everybody that wants to have their own little niche into something in a group together that mm -hmm. they can talk about things. So this is allowing people to learn about financial independence through blockchain or even learn insight into what others think are going to happen in the market, right? And for a lot of people, that's probably needed, right? It's um, so it's. I mean, it's an interesting concept in general. Like I said, I don't think this is the end-all, be-all NFT, right? It's one of uh, I got a couple of whitelists and said, "Hey, do you want to get in NFTs and test it out?" And 
we'll see what happens. If it goes to zero, you've lost a couple hundred dollars. And if it goes up, then maybe you get a couple hundred dollars worth of value or more. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, I might as well try it. Like at least I'm, you know, it's kind of like what I talk about when I talk to people about Bitcoin, it's like, well, if you're at zero, if you're at zero knowledge, if you're at zero, you know, Bitcoin holdings, if you're, if you're at zero, that's probably not the right number. Right. I don't know if, 0.01 0.01 or one, you know, I don't know what the right number is, but it's almost definitely not zero. Um, and so for NFTs, it's like, yeah, man, if something does come up and I'm like, oh, I see this value in this NFT, at least now I'm not like, I'm not an NFT guy. I, I just don't know what I'm doing. I've never done it. I'm out. You know what I mean? Like it's I, I just trying stuff is, is pretty valuable. And that even if, and like people are like, oh man, but it costs one hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, I, you know, I paid tuition to go to undergrad and a master's. Like one hundred fifty dollars, bought a book, bought a thermodynamics book that I hated. Like, I, I, I mean, that money's just gone. I don't want to ever open that book again. So to me, one hundred and fifty bucks to make yourself learn a little NFT or whatever. I don't even know what this was, but uh, and it and it changes because. Of, ETH prices, but but my point is, is like people think about this as like throwing money away, and and it's like if you think about it like a tuition payment, it, it's a lot easier to like, no, nah, it's fifty bucks, man. You know, like I, I'll that's one decent dinner with you know dinner date. Like I'm gonna learn something. I go to dinner, you know, with my wife, and like I kind of listen to the same stories. I'd rather yeah. learn something. And, and I mean, the good news is if you don't like it, you can go sell it, right? It, it holds yeah. its value because there's so many of them. You go to OpenSea or some of the other ones that keep popping up. Um, and right now you can get pretty much your money back. You might lose a little bit of money on some of the the fees and things like that because they're going to take about 10% OpenSea right. and, and the the, um, the project. But I mean, at that point, you've lost 40 or 50 bucks and that, that's kind of uh, normal these days to get some education. You're going to spend at least that, if not more, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, the amount of free education you get. Like, I feel like it's okay to uh, to pay a little bit every once in a while or to, uh, fine, lose a little bit of money in crypto every once in a while because you learn so much for free through podcasts and uh, YouTube and all this other content that all you have to do is just listen to a, some advertisements and things. Um so it's like, I don't really mind dropping a little bit, even if like, yeah, if this thing takes off, great. Like no idea. Uh, but if it doesn't, that's okay too. Cause it's like, if something I do want to jump on that I do think ha- will appreciate uh, now I've got like, Oh, okay. I, can, I know to go open see, I know like figure out discord. I need to probably figure out how to use discord um, and MetaMask. Like I don't use this MetaMask wallets. I, I opened this one four years ago. I just got nothing in it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't operate in, in, in that kind of stuff, but I got it. I kind of I at least know my password. So that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at what's going on around the world, it's probably not a bad idea to learn how to use some of these crypto wallets in case you ever need to in the near future. Um, but I mean, th- this has definitely been just getting you in the door to NFTs. I think one of the things that we should probably try to mark down on our calendars is to revisit this and, two or three months after maybe hopefully something has happened and see what's changed and where the value is, if it went up, if it went down, if they airdropped anything else interesting and 
um, if you ever actually even spend any time looking at the Discord and trying to learn from it or not, right? So mm -hmm. um, we can plan on doing that. And uh, until then, or I guess until next week, we can sign off and chat more later. Sounds good. I appreciate you taking the time to walk an old guy through uh, <laughs> an NFT purchase. <laughs> yeah. Old guy. I'm older than you are. So. <laughs> It's like right. I'm just boomer coin. Uh, you know, that's just what I'm into. Yep. Cool. Well, as always, thanks, Al, for chatting, and we'll talk soon. All right. Appreciate it, Jason. Bye. Thanks for journeying down the crypto rabbit hole with us. If you're interested in learning more about crypto, please join our private Facebook group, Unblocking Crypto. It's a small community discussing new ideas and just asking questions to learn more. Hope to interact with you there.